You're listening to CYOP, Create Your Own Pod Venture, Appeal. This branching story follows your choices, changing as you respond to what the story places in your path. What's waiting for you at the end? Keep moving to find out. Now, where were we? After surviving a life-threatening situation, you reignited your social life and joined a makers meetup. While at the meetup, you meet and chatted with Sarah, who seems interested in your technology. You decide to tell her about the headset specifications. Sarah waits for your response. She seems knowledgeable. She knows all the right terminology and buzzwords to make it seem that way, at least. You take a moment and outline your basis for Appeals Production how you went about coding in the predictive elements, how you set out its information prioritization and environmental awareness matrices. Sarah nodded like it's the easiest concept in the world to understand. So how do you make sure it only parses relevant data? Do you have some sort of neural interface or are you just a coding phenom? She's asking all the right questions. And as you answer, you realize she's asking them so you have a proper chance to explain all the work you've put into appeal. For a moment, you wonder if she's trying to poach you or steal your work, but you haven't given her anything concrete. This is fascinating, she says. And you did all of this from your home workspace? You explain your past experience with the university, how you worked in their concepts lab for a while before your long sabbatical. She can relate, though she's not able to comment fully on what she does. She does make a passing reference to Arlington. You ask if she's with the military. Mm, Kind of, not officially. Sarah smiles coy. We used to go by a different name, but it always kind of spooks people when I say it, so I just say I'm in special projects. But I'm very interested in seeing what you have, if you'll share. I promise I'm not trying to conduct any sort of espionage. You consider it for a moment. Of course, you're going to show her appeal. This is too good a connection to pass up, and admittedly, she's an intelligent, competent, well-spoken woman. After so long in self-imposed isolation, you'd be a fool to turn her down. You arrange to meet up the following day and exchange contact information before the meetup dissolves. You spend the rest of the day cleaning up your apartment and workspace to make it presentable. You consider trying on appeal to see what it'll tell you, but decide against it. It's been so long since you made decisions on your own, you're feeling the need to try it out again. Sarah arrives in a bright blue PT cruiser. It's a rental, she says. I just flew in to visit my parents and this is what they gave me. You bring her into the workstation and show her appeal. She tries it on and you see the text scrolling, reversed from your point of view, across the lenses. Oh wow! She says, or something like that a few times. This is years beyond what I expected. Honestly, I thought it was going to be more like a toy than anything else, but this, this is like what my dad used to work on. You explain your process and the difficulties the project has presented without getting too detailed about what you've gone through in the past few months. The snakebite incident draws a laugh from her, and when you say you'd started using Appeal to assist its own upgrades, she looked at you with narrowed eyes. Machine-assisted upgrades? She asks, skeptical. I'll be damned. You've got something really impressive here. She stays for the afternoon, you talk about collaborating over a late lunch. Though Sarah lives in Virginia, she flies out several times a year to visit her parents, who are retired military engineers who freelance as consultants. I should put you in contact with my father. She hands you a card with the words, Harold Constantine, M.E., Military and Civilian Contracting, embossed on it. It looks familiar, but most of these engineers use the same format anyway. You learn how Sarah works on theoretical physics and relativistic engineering, whatever that is, out east. 
Her work is primarily focused on identifying areas of optimization and addressing them. Before they happen, she says, with another smile. You figure she means seizing an opportunity to improve operations before they can affect their actual processes, but you don't dig too deep. Apparently most of her work is highly classified, though as she gets ready to leave, she says she'll send you some of her notes. And whenever I'm in town, I'd love to talk shop. Sarah says before she turns to walk down your driveway. You watch her leave and a feeling of longing settles in your gut. It's probably just a remnant of making a connection with somebody after so long. For the next few weeks, you settle into a comfortable routine, work on some freelance technical writing during the week, maintain your living space, and attend the makers' meetups on the weekends. For the most part, appeal stays in your workspace. You occasionally tinker with it, but there's little additional progress to be made without another breakthrough, and your chat with Sarah took a lot of the wind from your isolation sales. About a month after she went back east, you receive a small package from Arlington with the name Sarah Constantine on the return address. The box has a short note from Sarah detailing the contents of the package. Here's a copy of my postdoc thesis on quantum chronology. Good luck making heads or tails of it. And there are some notes on how you can maybe integrate it into your next headset. I really appreciate meeting you. I hope we can get together when I'm out there next. Cheers, S. You smile wistfully. Despite only meeting for an afternoon, you still feel the connection with her across the distance. Though you've gone to a handful more meetups, you have yet to run into anyone else who meshed so well with you. Her thesis might as well be written in Swahili, considering how incomprehensible it is. Something about how time is non-linear and all it takes is a slight nudge to break sequence. It sounds like science fiction to you, but most of what you're doing would sound like science fiction to someone who only has a bachelor's in engineering. The notes are far more promising. You spend the evening looking through them, and not only are they comprehensible, they're achievable. You make some notes of your own on the margins and set out to your workspace to see if you can't integrate them somehow into Appeal's code. It's surprisingly simple, actually, though. It does take you all night. It's amazing how easy you slip back into your old hermit habits when the creative spark hits, but maybe that's what someone like Sarah can do for you. After all, you haven't felt a connection with someone like this since Charlie. As your updated code compiles, your mind stays on Sarah, on her crooked smile, how she wasn't shy about interrupting you to make a better point. You shake yourself. You've really only known her in person for two days, but it feels like so much longer. If only you'd convince her to stay around somehow. Your terminal dings to indicate appeals ready for their test. If Sarah is to be believed, this upgrade would help the programming identify past mistakes and better compensate for them. It was almost as incomprehensible as her thesis, but it seemed like it would enhance appeals ability to interpret what you meant and better direct you. It's been a while since you last fit appeal to your head, but the glasses feel familiar to your face. You power it up and the diagnostics scroll past before they verify. Okay, you say, though appeal doesn't require verbal commands. You pause, unsure of what to ask appeal, then it occurs to you. I want things to have turned out differently. There's a whirring noise as appeal calculates your request, and it takes the headset far longer than any request you've made in the past. You shake your head, and you should have known better than to ask it for something so ephemeral as a second chance, but the length of time since your last field test and the thought of Sarah has distracted you. You're about to cancel your request when appeal dings and its display goes blank. You frown and reach up to remove it when there's a sudden lurching sensation in your chest as if you've been snagged by a cosmic lasso. Your head aches and it's like your existence smears across reality as your thoughts are pulled from your mind. 
The light in your workspace changes and you feel like you've forgotten something incredibly important. The headset is on your desk, your screwdriver is in your hands. You're in your workshop. To prepare a peel for his first field test, listen to episode one. <laughs>